Are your standards too high? Okay, okay. That's a question we have to answer. Um, yes. But um, let's get into your week. How was your week? Oh, God. I don't know. My life, my life is not bad. My, <laughs> <laughs> my freckling is in shambles. Uh. So, um... Me and Freckler, like, called it quits. <clears throat> um, we actually, like, officially, like, called it quits. Did you have breakup sex? We did. Okay, let me tell you guys this. Um, <laughs> like, because I feel like normally... My stuff is always so boring and like, oh, we just dated again. And you always have the exciting soap opera shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now I have the exciting soap opera shit, I guess. So um, it was weird. It was really weird. Let me tell you how this played out. Um, we, I spent the night with him Thursday. I feel like we screened a movie maybe um no we were gonna go screen a movie um a star is born shout out to lady gaga because that movie looks so fucking fantastic but we um we didn't and so we ended up which girl was really singing in that movie uh bradley cooper yeah oh yeah him and lady gaga oh bradley cooper so fucking fine oh my god um shout out to bradley cooper Mm. really but um we went back to his house things were a little different i don't even know it it was just a little bit off you know just because we've been having our issues or whatever we didn't have sex i don't even think we cuddled or slept on the same side of the bed it was like even stupid for me to even be there if you know that's how things were okay um but and i had actually planned on just packing up all of my stuff and just leaving and just being like, you know what? Let's, mm. But then on Friday morning, he's like, I don't know what happened. There was a shift. Uh, we decided that I was going to go back after I got off work Friday and that we were going to go see um, night school. Um, the mood changed. It improved. Um, but when I was at, like, mind you, we had a great conversation at work when I was at work and whatever. Um, then it changed because I had to change our plans. I asked him to accompany me when I changed the plans. He said no. So after that, like he changed, it was like a light switch. It was like psychotic almost. He, um, started being very short to me. 
he didn't really even want to talk to me um all day saturday he didn't like he didn't reach out to me at all that saturday sunday i'm like you know what fuck it i will go by his house and get my stuff just because i was gonna be in the area and i'm done just because the whole inconsistency it's just it, it was so much fun all this time and then now it's like what's going on and so sunday i went to his place just to get my stuff but he the look on his face, he was really emotional and just sad. And I, I knew it really didn't have anything to do with me. But I asked him what was going on. And we ended up just, you know, just having a very emotional conversation just because of just life in general. You know, we've, you know, alluded to the listeners that he was going through a lot without actually saying what he was going through. But it just kind of came to a head um, Sunday. Um, we still didn't really resolve anything. I ended up spending the night. Um, Monday was just weird. Tuesday, Tuesday, what's today? Wednesday. Okay. This is when it gets crazy. Cause I was just rambling. So this is the juicy part. He texted me when I was at work yesterday. And it was an okay conversation. I mean, I just, we just really didn't have to talk because how Monday ended up playing out, it's just like, fuck it, God, just, let's just be done. So he texted me when I was leaving work. I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving work. I'm heading home. He texts me maybe an hour later. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, driving. And then he texts me, oh, okay. Were you short with him on purpose? I was driving. No, I wasn't. Maybe I was. I don't know. But that's besides the point. I was driving. And in Georgia, it's against the law to text and drive now. So he, I asked him, I'm like, he texted me something else. And I'm like, are you bored? But I was just kind of messing with him because I just told you I was driving and then I'm heading home. And then you text me again. Like, fucking call. Like, just stop texting and call. He got so pissed off with me asking him if I w- if he was bored. He's like, I'm sorry for asking. I was just being nosy. And I'm like, I mean, I would just, I feel like your response to me now is more dramatic than nosy. But anyway, it ended up taking a nosedive. And I finally just went off because I feel like I expressed myself to him. We talk, we have conversations, but I don't really go in, but I fucking went in just because it's been a buildup of me being who I am, being nice, being sweet and him being over the top because of life and everything that's going on right now. And so I ultimately told him that I didn't think we should text anymore. And he's like, well, that's not what I'm saying. Like maybe, you know, I don't want to lose you out of my life. And I'm like, I'm good. He's like, damn. So then he texts me this morning and he's like, Oh, by the way, he's like, I know you told me that you didn't want us to hear from me anymore, but I wanted to let you know that you left a shirt and a skirt um, at my house. And I told him, I said, thanks for letting me know. You can trash it, burn it, or donate it. If I need another shirt and skirt, I'll replace it. Um, I don't know if that was the right response, but that's how I felt. And I fucking said it. Um, And I asked him because I noticed that when he 
folded up my clothes and washed my clothes and stuff this last time he put a couple of his shirts in with my clothes I'm like was this deliberate like what is that about and I asked him about it and he's like nah he's like you can trash it they're just t-shirts right and I'm like yeah and then I told him during that conversation that I just felt like we should cut ties and just be free let me just get over you and get over the summer fling and just move on because it's like where are we in cuffing season I don't even know like I need to be <laughs> in in that because this situation is clearly done I need to figure out my next move because I need somebody to dress up with for Halloween I need somebody to like bring me a plate from their mom's house for Thanksgiving what the fuck like this is not the time to be breaking up but shit is done um so that's that Okay, so that's sad to hear. Um, are you, you going to remain friends, or that's not the picture? I feel like we, towards the end, I mean, because we were together, like, for over 90 days, towards the end of that, like, we just had, like, a lot of feelings involved. And I feel like when you have, when you start to develop, there, there weren't feelings of being in love or wanting to be in a relationship, but it, it was an emotional attachment. And I think with the way I am and with the way that emotional attachment was, we can't be friends. He, he doesn't want to hear about me with some other guy. I don't want to hear or think about him with some other girl. Like maybe in the future, possibly. I'm not really an advocate for being friends with, you know, somebody that you've got it in with or crossed that line with because it just it caused problems for future relationships. And it's unnecessary. So I don't know. Um, I will say that we, I, I was still a friend to him. I didn't want to talk to him anymore. I was okay with us not talking anymore, but um, he did have a situation this evening that um, required a phone call and we did talk. And I mean, it was nice. It was just like any other time when we would speak to each other. Cause we're, we're close. I mean, we are cool. We like each other. We want to be there for each other. But for me, if, if we're not how we were, I don't want it at all. Okay. I get that. So sorry for rambling, you guys, but now you are more up to speed. <laughs> so more than likely you won't hear anything else about Freckler. Okay. You, you might hear something about, you know, a new bay because, you know, it is cuffing season. So you dive back into the online dating world? I wouldn't say dive back in. Um I have reinstalled Tinder. Okay. Um, I have met or I haven't met anybody, but I have had a couple of conversations. I'll tell you and tell me how you feel about this. If you, if you agree, once you come off of a situation with someone and like a good situation with someone that you know is a genuinely good person, it's kind of hard to talk to somebody, not because you feel like you're cheating, but it's like, oh God, I gotta do this shit again. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's like a headache almost. It is. So why do we even do it? I mean, I guess we do it for our podcast, but like, why, <laughs> <laughs> why do people do it? I don't know. It's like almost like an addiction almost, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, addiction like, to not being alone or yeah because at some point like i really don't care about not being not about being alone like not forever but i'm okay with a long time 
but it's I guess it's, it's the have the opposite sex person to talk to and have that connection with I guess and have that conversation with. Um, but it's just a like for me it's a weird addiction. Like I, have, I haven't been on any of the apps in a while, really. Especially not even Tinder. I haven't swiped down how long. It's kind of weird one. But. <laughs> Well, I I did install um, Hinge since we talk about them quite a bit, okay. and also Bumble, but I okay. have not activated any excuse okay. me profiles. Um, once I activate those, I'll give you guys my feedback on those two. I just because I mean my profile I think was still on Tinder. I just uninstalled or deactivated or whatever, so I just essentially turned it back on. Yeah. Um. And it's been, I don't know, I see guys. Um, I've always wondered, when the hell am I going to see somebody that I know? And I finally did. And I was like, oh, my gosh, look at this picture. He looks so fucking dusty. That happens and to me. I, I see, it. well, Delaware is smaller shit. So I see people I know all the time. Really? I never do. Even though, Even though I'm in Philly, I see people I know. That's crazy. I, I'm because I'm always like I wonder. I mean, Tinder is Tinder, but like they don't know who you're related to. So mm-hmm. I always wonder, like, am I gonna swipe right on my? I mean, like, see my cousin or something and have I've to swipe left. You do? Yeah, I've seen my cousin's mom in Philly. <laughs> I, I haven't seen anybody. Then uh, that makes me feel bad because I'm like, wait a minute, how the fuck is no one that I know on Tinder and I am like I'm <laughs> miserable, lonely as shit, like. Yeah. All my friends are booed up, and I'm normally, like, always the one that's in a relationship. You might have, like, a large radius, though. No, I, I like, minimized it. Because uh. I feel like, you know, I like long-distance relationships because then it's, like, I don't have to deal with you all the time or whatever. But, like, I feel like at this point, since it is cuffing season and I need a plate and I need a travel companion. I figure I should do like a smaller radius. So it's better chance that we're actually going to see each other and meet up. Yeah. True. True. Anyway, how was your week? What have you been up to? My week was very boring and slow to say the least. Um, Did you go out on the date? Yeah. Like I am. I'm still talking to what we call our MVP bay. Yes. So I'm still talking with her. Um, Okay. She listened to this past episode, um, had some concerns about, um, I guess, the uh, um, in real life, Bay. Wanted to make sure okay. that there was like not, not, not like a love triangle going on, so I had to tell her there wasn't. Um, and supposedly, I'm the, well, the podcast is topic of discussion in her group chat. So say hi to the group chat. What's up? What's the name of it? I have no idea. <laughs> My group chat with our mutual friend and another friend is called the Old Ladies Crew. <laughs> I that for some reason. <laughs> I think I may have sent you a screenshot or something. Um, yeah. Okay, so MVP Bay, let me just give you like full disclosure because I don't know if you've listened to all the episodes, but I can keep it real, very real. As far as real life Bay goes, you have nothing to worry about. That's like. Yeah, I told her um, that nothing's going on there. And 
there where um like I, I haven't even really talked to in real life bay um since then but we're supposed to be going out this weekend on friday for something called drake night up here um yeah that happens friday that's, so that's mvp bay not real life bay right correct 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 okay and she invited me to a halloween party i'm jealous um, she hinted at wanting to dress up alike. Do it. I'm on the fence about that. I'm not against yeah. it, but I'm on the fence about it. Why? Um, because I'm 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 not sure if if that's like I I I put that towards like a couple thing, and not someone, huh? It could you could dress up like as friends. Yeah, I guess it could be, but I don't know what I want to. I don't know what I want to be for Halloween this year. It's kind of weird. Usually, I'm like up on that right now, but well, we'll see. It's still up in the air. I'm I'm not against it, but I'm a little hesitant on it. Don't be. Go for it. Uh, Have fun. Have yeah, fun. True. No, no expectations. Yeah. No, nothing. Just you know, you guys are vibing. Enjoy it. Have fun. Yeah, true, true. Something, but, um, I mean, you never know. Halloween, dressed up as um, maybe Marge and Homer or some shit like that could be the day that you guys <laughs> fall in love or something. Yeah, I did it once before. Um, it was pretty cool, but um, well, I'm excited for this weekend. See how this weekend will, will, will be. I'm excited to see her more. She said after... So after next week's episode, she says she's going to stop listening. But she wants to see how I think about um, the date. But um, she says she's not going to be late for this date. <laughs> Please don't, because Gary is kind of big on being punctual. Like, yes, I'm, I'm always have, early on time. He, he has no concept of CP time. Unless it's work. If it's work, then I'm probably always late. Oh, wow. Come on, Gary. <laughs> you can be late to work, but she can't be late for a date? No, what kind no, of no, shit no. is that? No. <laughs> Talk about a double standard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, it is. And I have no problem admitting to it. Yep. Not at all. But um, nothing else has really going on. I've been pretty busy. Um, I'm actually I actually started training Justin in the gym. And okay. We go five o'clock in the morning. We started yesterday. That's why I passed out early yesterday. <laughs> oh my god! So I woke up at four thirty yesterday and this morning. Um, I'm not. What time, time are you going to bed though? I went to bed yesterday at eight thirty. Okay. But the night before, I went to bed at, at eleven. So yeah, that might have something to do with it. Of course it did. You can't do that when you're when you're waking up so early and then you're releasing those endorphins and working out your muscles and stuff so early. Yeah. You have to make sure your body has the rest. Yeah, because I like if we would have recorded yesterday, I would have been done, not to be able to talk. But um, I'm doing a lot better today. Um, are you drinking? Yes, I'm drinking right now. Okay. Um, what else we got going on? Work podcast, the basketball league. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty busy 
keep I'm, I have a lot on my plate right now. But you're making time for MVP day. Yes, I'm trying to make time. Well, I'm trying to make time for her because we haven't really seen each other. Because this week, this weekend, I have my son, and her kid situation is like a little bit. Um, she has Different. a kid as well, so our schedules are not really there. But hopefully next weekend, I don't have my kid until next Friday. So hopefully I can see her a lot more. So we'll see about that. Okay. I'm going to be going all next weekend. So hopefully I get to see her more. Well, you know, there's always the telephone for phone conversations. Yep. Um, there's always FaceTime. We use Marco Polo most oh, of the time. Did. I think you did tell me that. Yeah, so we use Marco Polo most of the time because it's like I get to see her and I can uh, leave a message without having to speak on the phone, really. And I can do it while I'm at work and she can do it while she's at work. Yeah. So, so Shout I'm, out to uh, Marco Polo and WhatsApp. I use WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> it's like heaven. Yeah, I think we did use Duo once. I think we used that once. Um, that's what I usually use. But... um. What do you think of Duo? Like, you do? Mm-hmm. I've been using it since okay. it first came out. Because I feel like I like WhatsApp more than I like Duo. I used WhatsApp for the first time the other day, but it was a, it was a shitty signal where I was at and where they were at. So it wouldn't work. Like, my ex was going to go pick out my son's Halloween costume. She was trying to video chat me so I could see what she was picking out. I feel like if the whole world would just get off this iPhone bandwagon and just everybody get galaxies, we <laughs> wouldn't even need a duo. We could just video call. Yeah. True, true, true. Oh, nice. What was on TTV? Anyway, yeah. uh, you got some news for us? Yes, yes, some crazy-ass news. <laughs> What's going on in the world? So, um, the news is from ABC 13, which I think is in Texas. An adventure in online dating ended in a nightmare for one Texas woman. Liberty County Sheriff Office investi- investigators arrested 49-year-old Matthew Albert Carpenter after he allegedly used an online dating service to help him find his victim. The woman told deputies that she met Carpenter online and dated him for about a month before she invited him to her house. So, damn, a month? That's some good time. <laughs> deputies told eyewitnesses about told eyewitness news that Carpenter stole the woman's new car, cash, <laughs> cell phone, and wallet when she wasn't looking. Okay, how long weren't you looking? You <laughs> really get all that shit. <laughs> Why is this man um, named Matthew George. Albert, though? I can't. Like, the name just makes me feel like he is, like, buck teeth. And then I'm thinking about, like, I, I have so many stereotypical images running through my mind right now about I this. I think I'll put the, um, his mugshot as the, uh, as the image for the podcast this week. <laughs> Please do. Because yeah. Matthew Albert is just on one. <laughs> so he stole her car, her wallet, keys. What else? Cell phone. Okay. And the victim's daughter then decided to take the matters into her own hands by creating an online profile to start chatting with Carpenter. 
She arranged to meet Carpenter at a motel, but when he <laughs> arrived, law enforcement greeted and arrested him. Wait a Carpenter minute. Carpenter is being held in Liberty County Jail for felony of an unauthorized use vehicle. That's it? He, wait, wait, wait. So he took the stolen car to the motel to meet the woman's daughter? Yes. <laughs> the one thing I don't the one, the one thing I don't get about this, right? Mm-hmm. If he had the cell phone, even if it's an iPhone phone or and or um Android, you can track the phone. Right. So why didn't they just do that? That would've been a lot easier than he creating probably, a fucking phone. He probably was using her phone. <laughs> yeah, Twitter profile. What's the profile? <laughs> That's some bullshit. Yeah, I'm mad hilarious. at Albert. He didn't just... <laughs> that's hilarious, though. That's hilarious. Why, why would his dumbass go through all of this thievery and then go right back to the same dating site? Like, that's just asking to be caught. That's literally like stealing her car and riding past her front door when she outside mowing her lawn or some shit like that. Why would he go back to the same site? Like, that was that was stupid. But the funny thing is, um, <laughs> one of our Tinder tell um, senders would not date him because he has a nice neck tattoo all across his neck. <laughs> He's been to jail before. <laughs> Damn, Matthew Albert. Yeah, well, so. I, they say everything is bigger in Texas, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give him the biggest dummy award because that's, yes. that's some bullshit. Like, this man going to go meet her daughter in her car talking to the daughter on her cell phone and he has stolen all this shit. Yeah, I bet he like paid for the motel with the money that he stole from the mine. Probably. Probably thought he was going to get some. I wonder yeah. if he knew. I mean, well, I guess he didn't know that was the daughter, right? Yeah. He did know or we no, don't he know? Did. He didn't know. It didn't say that he knew. He said she, she said she made a fake profile. Oh, okay. Dang. Well, how much like, is his bond? I low-key want to bond him out. I want to know what app they use. It had to be plenty of fish for her to be able to find him. What do you mean? Because it could have been Tinder because she had to swipe through everybody to find him. And, oh, that's true. Yeah, so it had to be plenty of fish so she can see everybody's profile in there. And, you know, I was just thinking, like, Fortnite. when I had reinstalled Tinder or whatever, I'm like, why the hell can't I just, like, look for somebody why well, i gotta just keep swiping let me just type because in their the name creator, and find them supposedly there's a documentary i want to look at that came on hbo or showtime windows it's about online dating and the creator of tinder said he did that because he wanted to make it like a game so it could become more addictive well i guess it is addictive i mean i get tired of swiping my thumbs start hurting because i'm like <laughs> eventually it is like a game, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we had talked about that very early on. Because, like, it's always, who's going to match? Who am I going to match with? Who am I going to match with? And then, finally, you just start, like, swiping right on everybody to see who the hell you're going to match with. And then you yep. have to unmatch with the people because you really didn't mean to swipe right. You just was trying to 
Yeah, it's a match. And now they they alert you saying, "Hey, there's a few people that like you. Come come and see who they are." Like, I, yeah, I saw that too. And so then I went like, cause it's like swipe to see who super liked you. And I'm like, Oh, let me see who super liked me. And then I'm swiping, but it doesn't say like, Hey, you know, John mm. Doe super liked you. Like, I don't, and I think you told me before, it's like whoever is outlined in blue, yeah. but no one was outlined in blue. So I yeah. feel like they just lied. They just wanted me to open up the app to see like, if they could sucker me in. That's really what it was. Cause I didn't find who super liked me. <laughs> yeah so um that was a f- fucking crazy date so when you bring somebody over to your house for the first time hide your keys hide your wallet <laughs> it's somewhere in plain sight where you're not going to look away for a very long time right yeah and put your phone tracker on make sure you have that shit set up as well like why wouldn't she think to do that especially if he's coming to her home like you know, that that could have been something. Well, we may have actually touched on that when we discussed being safe on your date. Like, if you're having somebody come to your house, you should have, you know, precautions. Like, some type of measure set up to avoid stuff like this. Yeah. That, Especially that, the first time, and it's only been like a month. Yeah, that's that's just weird. That's just the fact that he was able to get all that, all that shit. You must have went in the bathroom or, or something for a very long time. Maybe she was going to go freshen up or get ready, change Maybe. into something more comfortable. Yeah. But um, topic for the day. Topic for the day: Are your standards too high? Yeah. So, I was thinking. About, I was thinking about this the other day. Okay. With the, what did I say? Past couple of years, the merger of the Instagram models, guys or um, women models, men or women <laughs> models. Um, you have like the Britney Burgos, the bundle of Britneys, um, Prison Bay. That's the only guy I know who's on there but seeing them every day i feel like sometimes can mentally fuck you up and make you think that every woman should look like that Mm. and that's the body type that you might want or every man should look like that every man should have a a six-pack and light eyes and shit like that and that's what probably making some of these women go what do you say do you think that that's like the way maybe some millennials think or do you think older people are thinking? I think older people think that now too because most of the time we're not even looking at people anymore. We're looking at social media. So you look at somebody like it's normally will look at like damn they were bad back in the day but then you swipe a little bit further down and you have a, a bundle of Britney there with, te- with, with the technical perfect body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The thing about it, even like this, like the fact that we have filters to adjust our face mm-hmm. to make ourselves look prettier than we we actually are. So, I look yeah. just like my pictures. Huh? Yeah. I, look... <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that, but that, but that's you. That's you being you. But I feel like 
if like, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast today, he made a good point. Every woman takes the picture, their picture is the same exact way. There's like a certain stance that every woman does. And it's either like the side view with the, with the stomach being covered. One foot is always up, all's always up on the picture, something like that. And they're getting that from some type of model because they want to be like them too. They feel like that's what their standards they have to meet in order to get someone. Okay, well, in all fairness, Joe Budden and Gary, <laughs> we pose in pictures not necessarily because of a model, but a picture. Like, no one deliberately, like, well, some dusty-ass dudes do take deliberately, like, ugly pictures. But for the most part, a photograph is supposed to capture, well, if what you're going for is capturing, like, a moment of perfection, you don't, even if you don't filter, you really don't want your muffin top hanging out over the fucking top of your pants. Because I know, me and my friends, We'll be like, one, two, three, suck and smile. One, two, suck and smile. And we know, <laughs> suck it in, smile real quick, and hurry up and take the picture so I can put this fat-ass gut right back but, where it was. But is that because of the standards of of social media? Oh, no. I, I suck and smile because, surprised? like, yeah, I think it's more so how you feel about yourself. Okay. Like, I, I'm not one of those people. I mean, you do have, you know, Instagram models and vixens or whatever who do certain things like that because they want likes or, you know, just for people. For me, mm-hmm. it's more of like my own, you know, feeling about my body. Cause yeah. I really would like to like have a flat stomach and I'm going to, you know, cut yeah. off. My little I'm, I'm just talking in like general, like I'm just saying that with women out there, like the ones that go out there and get the surgeries, the butt implants and all that, are you doing that for yourself or are you doing that to look like someone that you see online? I think it's a combination of both. I think, but it's probably more so what you said about, you know, online or just in the media, like yeah. women. And, and I guess that's really how it's been through, you know, all of time. Because yeah, when you I, think I back to. They, they would mm-hmm. try to adjust to look like every other woman. Right. But I feel like now is even worse because we can see thousands of different women. Yeah. At one time, just by scrolling. And I don't like that everybody wants to look the same. Yes. Like everybody doesn't have to have, you know, the perfect set of boobs because my boobs are not perfect. Everyone doesn't have to have like a skinny ass waist and a big old booty. Like, not everybody has to have that look like, and I, I wish women would stop trying to fit into that image, but yeah, I guess you're right. It is a standard just set from society and social media and just have the media. Have you heard about the, um, the, I think he was Japanese or Chinese. He married a woman. She was a beautiful woman. Then she, he ended up seeing her a picture of her when she was a lot younger. Hideous. Mm-hmm. His kids came out hideous. <laughs> he didn't know that she had plastic surgery. He sued her and won. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> he sued his wife for being ugly? Yes. Wow. And, and won? won. His kids came out ugly, too. 
Let's see if I can find that real quick. <laughs> that's some bullshit. <laughs> but that's how. But that's how it's gonna be. Like, like, like. No, like, no offense, but Travis Scott's um, uh, baby. Mm-hmm. Not gonna look like what um Kendall looks like now, or Kylie looks like now. Look at the past Kylie, who's a completely different person. Fortunately, the baby's already, you know, a step above, uh, yeah. Yeah, a step ahead, because you know she does have some royalty in her genes with the, the blackness or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess you're right. Okay, so the question is: Are your standards too high? Yeah, so, are your standards too high because of, because of this? Um, I, I mean, I think for some people, yeah. I think for like older people. They probably are like over, yeah. you know. I mean, they see all of like the fakery, but you see a lot of people who are just like, dang, can I see the real you? Yeah. But you know, the, without all of the eyelashes and the butt implants and stuff. Yeah. Because I feel like that's where people mostly fuck up at is like when you see this person online and you try to go slide in their DM and that's not how they really look in real life, that's how they look behind a filter. Right. Or if you're, say you um, match with someone, you add them to Instagram, scrolling through, you see their picture, scroll right underneath that, and it's Bernie's Burgos. Dang. And this is like, you're like, mm. now you're comparing, now you're comparing them to. I mean, when but. Shouldn't, when that shouldn't be a comparison, because you, you would never. Not, never say never, but you would never give it a, a Bernie Spurgles. See, that's what I was getting ready to say. Like, if you decide that you want to set your standards so high based on, you know, images that you see, I think you need to make sure you're bringing that same energy to the table. I mean, because you can't look like, <clears throat> excuse me, you can't look like who did it and what for and then expect that you deserve to be with a Bernie Spurgles. Like you gotta, you know, be equally yoked. You need to be just as beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. But yeah. maybe not. Like I was looking. Um. So Portia, what's her last name? Williams from Housewives of Atlanta. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's Williams. She is beautiful. Like she's just a beautiful woman. Um. And the guy that she's with and engaged to him, pregnant by now, I mean, it's a no for me. Like, he's shorter. He's, he's like, very Oompa Loompa-ish, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a no for me when it comes to him. And she is drop-dead gorgeous. You know, opposites attract. So I think that maybe, you know, some people can take a – Page out of her book. Don't set your standards too too high. And she's probably a nice person. It. Yeah. But that's that's like, like um, what's the girl from Three O W that is on the talk? Andrea, Adrian. Andrea, something. Adrian. Adrian, her, her guy is this fat guy. Everybody was like questioning her when she first started dating him and then got married to him. Like, yeah, Israel Halton. He he was um I don't remember if he was a preacher, but I know he's a gospel singer. Yeah. They they was probably looking at they was looking at her like, but to each his own. Like you can't judge someone on what they like, but 
you can't set set your standards to something that's way out of your league. That's true. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you can't that's compare true. every person that, that you see to something you see online. So everything you see online is not reality. And I think that having having a standard that's kind of based on a stereotype or a rumor is also not a good idea because I've heard girls say like, you know, I keep getting my heart broken by these pretty ass dudes. So I'm just going to get like a fat guy. Like they say that like a fat guy won't break your heart too. Like yeah, your standards shouldn't be based on comfortable. St- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like mental Com- comfort. Like it should be set for mental health, but not not something like safe like that. That's not a good reason. Because then you never right. really love the person. That's true. Like, I mean, it's always sometimes it's needed for you to date someone that you know is safe just so that you can kind of get your bearings. But if you're just dating them for that reason, like, it's not going to last. Yeah. It's so, not going to last at all. Not at all. Not... Uh, not, not, not if you're setting your, your standards too high. Not if you're setting your standards too low. You let's, find touch that on, let's touch on that. Setting your standards too low. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the type of person, like, okay, so my life is not, you know, always 100% put together or whatever. But I, I don't, like, I mean, but I'm okay. Like, last year, this is just... It's interesting how things can change in a year. Last year, I probably would have been okay with dating a guy who was like a project. And when I say project, I mean someone who's still kind of finding himself and getting settled in his life. Mm -hmm. I would have been okay with that last year. At this point, I can't. Like, I can't. You know, he, he could be like a really good guy, but I don't feel like I'm at that point in my life where I want to like help him build. I want him to already be built. Do, do you know what's crazy? What? <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at the news that I was just looking at. And one of the headlines that was written on August 8th at CNN is online dating study. Are you chasing people out of your league? <laughs> <laughs> this is like a <laughs> Well, I don't, ch- I don't chase anybody. <laughs> I it says, don't chase my liquor. It but... says online daters tend to pursue users who are roughly 25% more desirable than they are. That's actually probably very true. Because when I'm swiping, like, I, I mean, I definitely look for, like, certain things. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I've noticed since I just got back on it is like these pictures, it's kind of like this is fucking 2018, almost 2019. Everybody has a smartphone or a phone with a camera. Why does your picture look like you took it with like a Polaroid camera? Like I'm seeing a lot of that and I'm wondering like, I don't know. But maybe it was taken with like a food stamp or it could have been like the food stamp phone. Oh, the Obama phone? Or the Obama phone. Is that what it's called? That's what we call it up here. <laughs> oh, maybe it's the same thing down here. I don't know. But, I, you know, maybe the camera's not that good on the food stamp Obama phone. Yeah. But, and that's, you know, that's the red flag because I don't qualify for food shit. I don't, that's not a red flag because if you get fucking food stamps, please slide into my DMs. 
Like, I know offense, but they be pissing me off in the grocery store, dog. <laughs> like, they're like, their their groceries be fucking packed to the fucking brim. It does. It. I get like grocery envy. Like, I don't get yeah. pissed off, but I feel like, can we be friends? Or <laughs> can you know, like, since you already here shopping, can I go ahead and put my shit up there with you, and I'll just give you half cash? Like, let me buy some stamps, like. <laughs> I used to have a food stamp plug yeah. and she moved and I'm like, can you transfer your stamps down there and then mail me your card? Like, <laughs> cause they just, it's no sense in me applying. I already know I'm, they're going to be like, really bitch. <laughs> like they're going to look at my paycheck and be like, you should shop at pleasure, uh, Publix where shopping is a pleasure. But yeah. then you leave out of that motherfucker needing to file for bankruptcy because it's so fucking right. expensive. He Publix. Publix was so damn expensive. Kroger's was it's, my favorite store. I love Kroger, but I love Publix too just because like, it's so clean and everybody's so nice. It's like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> like, at Publix, they just make your day brighter. It's like you never see anything out of place at Publix. Like, at Kroger, you might see some chips you know, where the cereal are, or you might see some chips in the refrigerator with the chicken, but not at Publix. At Publix, everything is always in its place. Think I'm lying, check the next time. You'll never see anything out of place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the low standards, what is something, what is also something that it, it could be set as a low standard when it comes to dating? Um, I think when people how, have, how do, you, how do you feel about the car situation? Not having a car, like if if the guy doesn't have a car. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived abroad, and to be honest with you, like, and I think also maybe like in huge cities, Philly, New York. Even if you lived in downtown Atlanta, it's like, what the fuck for? Why have that expense? Like, if you had a car and it was paid off or whatever, okay. But, like, these days, you get anywhere on the train or Uber. Like, seriously. Like, having a car is a fuck. If you can, if you live in an area where you really don't, you know, that you can avoid driving, fuck that. Because the money that he would be spending... $300 $300 on a car note, $150 on insurance, an additional $450 income in his pocket per month, we can have a lot of good meals. So that's not a make or break. Okay. If he lived in the country in the boondocks or some shit, like where Uber <laughs> is afraid to go because the shit ain't on their map, then that might be a problem. But, you know, if he lives in an area that, you know, affords him that convenience of not having a car, that's not a make or break. What about in their thirties, live at home with mom? Smart, smart person. Okay. And the reason that I say that is because I think America is probably one of the top countries that puts so much pressure on people to get into debt before they even fucking get out of high school. Like Correct. why do you need to move out of your parents' house and to like stay home? Like that's one of the things that I wish I would have done. Stay home because you're literally going into college, going into debt. After college, you need to get an apartment or you need to try to buy a house. You're going into debt. 
stay with your parents so you can pay all that shit off so you can have a down payment for your house so your mortgage is that much cheaper so you're able to pay off your mortgage quicker like that's not a make or break I mean mind you I'm not coming to your parents' house for us to get it in. It's just not going to happen. Like, on those days when we feeling frisky or some shit, we're going to have to go get, like, a room or Airbnb because, uh, you know, I can't even chance your mom hearing me say, like, come for me, daddy, or some shit like that. Like, no. <laughs> so that's the only time I feel like it will be problematic. But I'll Did tell you, you, like... You know that there's a dating app that follow us on our Instagram called no tykes. It's a dating site designed just for people who do not want to have to deal with dating and someone with kids. Interesting. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Cause if it's not for, you know, if that's mm-hmm. not your cup of tea, then, you know, it's better that the other party knows because they got to do what's best for their children. So. The parents want to be dinks. They want, what is that? Double income, no kids. You ever watch Doug? The cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. His neighbors were the Dinks. Oh, that's what that stood for? Yep. They always had the fancy, they had no kids. They always had the fancy new gadgets because they had double income and no kids. I did not know that. You literally just gave me a history lesson from like 30 (laughs) years ago. Wow. And I do, I do remember that, but I did not know that that's what it stood for. I mean, but I get it. You know, and then what if they can't have children? So yeah. I'm not, I'm not opposed. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah. But um, what do you think? To the contrary, how do you feel about a woman, you know, who doesn't have a car or who lives at home with her mom? Um, the car thing, like, I feel like, oh, for a woman, it's, it's society makes it different. So it's, it's more acceptable for one woman not to have a car or live at home with her parents than a man. Like last year, when I first split with my ex, I moved in with my mom. Um, and my biggest, like, the hardest thing was to tell someone that I was talking to that the first thing that I was 31, well, 32, and I was living home with my mom. Like, that's, that's, something, that's not something that I was proud of. But so, it's not a problem. Like, no, it's, it's not I, a problem, but it's not, it's not like, as a, as a man, you don't feel like that's something that you should be doing. You don't, and that's really like just an influence from society. Yeah, it's a society, it's a societal, societal thing. So it's like something hard. It's, it's, some, it's like something subconscious. You just need if you're if you're in that mind state, you just need to get it out your head that it's okay. But some women will put in their profile that if you live at home with your mom, if you live at home with your parents, swipe left. If you live at home with your mama, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I mean for me that's not anything to do with being a scrub like yeah you shit you smart like hey I would be with your mind with no job that's different (laughs) (laughs) now I am I do have that's like a mandatory you got to be working like you actually don't have to be working you could be rich as fucking retired and not have to work another day in your life as long as you financially secure then I'm still okay with you but if you're broke and you live at home with your parents yeah no. but if I met a guy who's like yeah I live at home with my parents 
you know, but I work and I'm like, well, shit, you smart. Like you got, you gonna pay for every date. Cause I know your parents probably aren't paying you like, I mean, they're not expecting you to pay a shitload of money, you know, to live there. So you can pay for everything. And you probably getting free meals. And you getting free meals. Can you please bring me a plate tomorrow? <laughs> lunch break? Cause I didn't feel like cooking last night. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that's just like, it's a societal thing and it it doesn't make any sense. And I hope that like maybe this upcoming generation and these millennials will stay, you know, at home longer. You know, it seems like they're not, you know, they're all trying to, they have such an entrepreneurial spirit. So they're not really going to college as much. I I feel like it's up to their parents really too. Because it's always about the, like not the like we're technically millennials, but like I think it's Generation Z. Yeah, it's about us not letting them leave the house when if they're not ready, and not like pushing them out there. Like yeah, yeah, they need to go out there and make mistakes. And eighteen is the year that everybody say that society says says you need to leave. But nah. if it's gonna put you in debt, then I don't feel you should do it. Right, exactly. And don't put that millennial bullshit on us. I mean, I know we're like right there on the cusp. No, 1980. But but since, listen. No, it's not 80, is it? Yeah. Well, we got the best of both worlds. So (laughs) because we grew up in like the best time ever, which was the 80s, like we're going to just go ahead and claim that we're not in the millennials. Cause then we can feel old. I mean, think about it. Like you're really a millennial with somebody who now thinks Lil Yachty is the best rapper alive. Like that's yeah. some bullshit. Like no. So 1982 not- to 2004 is a millennial. 82. Okay. So yeah, we're right there, like on the cusp. Yeah. For the, I mean, for the most part. So yeah, we're not claiming that. <laughs> We're not claiming yeah. that at all. But I think that, I'm going to be honest, I think a lot of people, men and women, at some point, you need to reevaluate your standards. They may be too high. They may be too low. You or know, if old. you're, yeah, that's a good one too. So just reevaluate your standards and stop putting so much focus on those standards. Like I've maintained this entire time. Live life, go through these dating experiences with no expectations and just be surprised. Yeah. And stop dating the idea of someone and start dating that person. Like you're you're dating the I would most of the time they say like if you have a great first date, that's where you're. That's where you're trying to date the whole, whole entire experience. It's like chasing the dragon, and you're smoking weed or something like that, trying to get that next high, the, the same high over and over again. I've never seen a dragon when I smoked weed. No, that's not what it means. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's called chasing the. I, I, I guess this is from the Dare Elementary School era, but I think they called it chasing the dragon because, like, once you get that first high, you're you're, you're going to keep chasing that. Next high, and they call it chasing a dragon. I'm not sure. I guess because you're high and dragons can fly, technically. I mean, I was in the dare program. I don't remember that, but 
Yeah. Next time I get high, I bet y'all look for a motherfucking dragon. <laughs> you dare me? Um, anyway, yeah, I that's actually like a really good point that you just made, and that could even be a whole topic in itself. Like, people really need to start acknowledging who they're dating. Like, because I feel like no one is entirely perfect in the beginning you have fun and it's the honeymoon phase and all of that stuff but you see like real glimpses of you know the crazy within people mm-hmm. and if you stay in that situation because you're chasing the dragon that's on you because you saw that they were crazy you need to date date the real person exactly that's why, you know, I think that goes to the point of when we said so many times, stop trying to do too much on the first couple of dates. You don't even know if you're going to like this person in 48 hours. Spend all that damn money. Right. <laughs> Take that fucker to Taco Bell for a, a mini chicken quesadilla. Yeah. Or to split that shit. You pay your path half, they pay their half. <laughs> I, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, I don't know if I would go. It just would depend <laughs> on me. <laughs> but it would be okay. Like, I would get it. And Taco Bell is disgusting, so don't take anybody. Taco Bell is not disgusting. Imagine what you get there. Taco Bell is disgusting, and you should not eat there. Like, If eat. you're coming home from the club at 3 o'clock in the morning and that light is still on, I'm getting me a $5, a $5 box. I don't even know what that is. I didn't it, even know they had a... It changes monthly. You know what? If you're coming home from the club, guess what? Waffle House and IHOP are 24 fucking hours. We do, well, our, we do have a Waffle House, but there's only one Waffle House up here, and it's in Maryland. It's right, like right, right over the border, and I've been in a long time. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. If you live in an area where Waffle House isn't on damn near every corner, you live in the wrong area. Yeah, I know. I know. Or I the wrong that. state. Bring your I ass do, back I do miss to that. Atlanta. Yeah, but we do. I think IHOP or IHOP is twenty first. So I don't know why I've never been to the IHOP. I we would, need to like, take I a would, poll. I'm curious what the listeners think: IHOP or or Waffle House after the club. What do you say? I said we need to take a poll because I'm curious what our listeners think. Which one is better after the club? IHOP or Waffle House? I'm always gonna say uh, um, Waffle House. I mean Waffle House because that's most of my club experience is going to Waffle House because most of it is in Atlanta. Yeah, unless I, agree. I was the, unless I was partying in Buckhead, then I would hit that um, IHOP on Peachtree. Yeah, it was always packed. Be ridiculous. <laughs> back when I used to, back when I used to eat McDonald's, like we would go to the McDonald's down the street too. It was always packed too. But yeah. McDonald's is disgusting. McDonald's are serving breakfast at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, McDonald's is nasty. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from fast food. I'm down late right now, so trying to stick to it. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Working hard. I shall never deprive myself of life's <laughs> true treasures, yeah. such as food. I am fat for life. I've been losing weight too, though. Not deliberately, but I wish I, I think, could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people where, like, if I start to overthink, like, I don't get stressed. I don't get stressed because I know that I can't handle stress, but I will get overwhelmed. And when I get overwhelmed, the first thing to go is my weight. Yeah. The next thing to go is my hair. Wow. Yeah. Well, more of the story. 
work on your standards. Have realistic, set realistic dating standards. Yes. Know what, know what you like, not what you think you like because of online. Not what you like. Um, and I think you really have to play the field and date around to find out what you really like. Yeah. I mean, because, like, you, you can say, okay, my type is, like, a Doug funny, but then you can go out with Skeeter. And you have more fun with Skeeter than you did with Doug's lame ass. So date around. Yeah. Get what get what find out the go out there, see what you like. Find your patty mayonnaise. And I'm gonna say this too, and it may rub somebody the wrong way, but who cares? Taste the fucking rainbow. Like I mean, I, I'm not, I don't, I never try to push interracial dating off on anybody, you know, I thought, to each you going to, I thought you was talking about having same sex. <laughs> oh, I guess it could mean that too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to touch on that because I'm pretty sure we have listeners everywhere. But yeah. um, when I say taste the ramble, I mean like, don't confine yourself to feeling like you have to date within your race because of what you were taught growing up or because you whatever you never know like I think when God or you know whatever you believe in when that higher being was creating soulmates I highly doubt he said you know what I'm only gonna have a soulmate for this person and this one particular set of people your soulmate could be yellow, green, brown, or purple. So stop limiting yourself. Taste the fucking rainbow. You may be pleasantly surprised. Yep, definitely will be. Um, but that's all I got. Yeah, but um, it's another great episode. Um, always subscribe, like, share, comment. Patreon is still out there. You can still do that. Um, you can pray for me too. Um, yeah, pray for her. Pray for me as well. Hopefully, hopefully this date goes well. I know it's gonna go well. Um, getting back on Tinder, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if you have any stories or advice or anything you want to touch on with dating that you'd like us to share with the world, just let us know. You can email us at askdbns at gmail dot com. Or hit up hit us up in our DM at DBNS Podcast. Um, yes. All the links are in the description of the podcast, so you can just click on those and take you right there. Uh, but as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dating But Nothing Serious with Gary and Natasha. Natasha and Gary signing off. Ciao, ciao. I'm facing the battle. Instagram models are nothing but trouble. She's going away now. I'm going for throttle. All these Instagram models, I said they're nothing but trouble.